from in-depth experience, actionable plans, and transparency around handling the real parts of life that can sometimes be messy. This podcast is like a personal growth coach in your ear to help you achieve your most ambitious goals and transform your life. We will explore how to cultivate your drive, curate your personal brand, pursue your passion projects, maybe even launch a side hustle, and level up in your career. Uh, We'll most definitely laugh and fumble through things together along the way, always keeping it real. So get comfortable with your favorite beverage and settle in to the Goal Getter's Life podcast. Hello, friends. I'm your host, Brandi Kaiser, and I'm so excited to share today's topic with you, passion mapping, a guide to starting your entrepreneurial journey. In today's gig economy, our interest in and our desire to pursue multiple income streams has soared to record levels. Whether it's monetizing a hobby, starting a side hustle while parallel tracking a full career, or launching a new business from scratch, we are seeing multi-passionate people pursue their professional dreams in new ways all around us. Let's talk about how you can begin that journey as well. Are you itching to do something new? Have you been dreaming of starting your own business? Are you struggling to determine what that might be or what steps you have to take? Actually, perhaps you know more about what you don't want to do at this point in life than what you do want to do. I have been there more than once. I'm constantly seeking opportunities to expand my income streams and pursue interests outside of my primary career or the role I'm taking on at that time. I've had the hustle and desire to be an entrepreneur since middle school. I had to sell handmade scarves at the middle school mall, which was a one-night fair at our school to showcase our projects, which was the culmination of an entrepreneurship unit. I distinctly remember sewing all of these scarves and setting up my table in the middle school hallway and being so excited anyone would come up want to learn more about my product. I don't know that I did very well in terms of sales, But I did learn a lot. And I do know that that was the first time that I recognized that I really had a passion for entrepreneurship. And quite frankly, just being creative and having that outlet for myself. Fast forward a couple of years or a lot of years to when I was an at-home working mom with a toddler and a preschooler and launched an online boutique selling mom and baby products. I was also writing mompreneur content on my blog. Then 15 years later, I started my own online personal growth coaching practice and am also the owner of a management consulting firm. I really wanted to serve others and share my extensive business leadership experience. Listen, if there's an active or passive income stream to be discovered, I will find it. So how do I determine what business to launch each time? For each new adventure, I invested a lot of time journaling and reading, researching, trolling the internet, talking to others and learning from them online as I narrowed down what might be the best path for my entrepreneurial outlet. I found myself following a loose framework that I'm going to share in just a minute. I call that framework passion mapping. 
which is the act of aligning your passions to your why and ultimately to the offerings that you can bring to the world. Before I dive into passion mapping, I want to talk for just a minute about where you might be in your life and why this might be something of interest to you at this point. Typically, when we find ourselves at an inflection point in life, midlife, perhaps we're drowning in the responsibilities of parenthood and school activities and the pressures of our own career, trying to be a good spouse, trying to be a good parent, trying to actually be a good friend when we have time to spend time with them, being a good son or daughter to our aging parents and having all of these roles that we wear hats for every day. But yet we go to bed at night and wonder, when are we going to have an opportunity to pursue our own personal dreams and those things that we thought we might want to do when we were younger? Maybe you're really just needing a creative outlet or maybe you're needing an additional source of income so that you have some financial independence. Whatever your reasons are and whatever has you seeking or curious about an entrepreneurial journey, that will be the thing that provides the fuel for answering the questions that we're about to go through in this framework. So tap into that here for just a minute as we walk through a series of questions that will get your juices flowing around what might be possible for you at this point in your life. Okay, so let's get back to passion mapping. So again, this is a loose framework that I came up with because I was finding myself working with individuals who are what I would call almost entrepreneurs. So there are a couple of steps before the official launch and really trying to think about and consider what might be the best course of action for them to start something manageable, something that is rooted in their own passion, their own strengths, and ultimately something that is what they could be successful in going forward. So there's four parts to this framework. Part one, who are you? It sounds like a simple question, but when was the last time you really thought about who you are at this point in your life? It's crazy because we're often wandering around with some other title like mom or dad or you know, we're, we're answering to our titles at work. But when was the last time you really stopped for just a brief moment, or maybe a quiet moment and thought about who you are today with all of this experience under your belt? What are you passionate about? What is it that comes to mind that invokes immediate joy and excitement for you? It's probably different now than what it was perhaps 10, 15, 20 years ago. What are your strengths and your gifts? What are those things that people tell you about, whether it's a formal performance review or it's just a friend sending you a thank you note, admiring these certain skills that you have, or the things that come up routinely in how you show up for others? What gives you confidence in an adrenaline rush? And what do you consider your weaknesses or perhaps your blind spots to be? And Last but definitely not least, what drains your energy? I'll tell you what, that last one, boy, I threw that in there because what I quickly realized was that who I am today has a lot to do with all the things that I have learned, but not only what I'm good at or what I could be better at, but 
at the end of the day, what are those things that drain my energy and put me in a headspace that is far from being inspired or passionate? It was important for me to understand that and understand those things so that I could really then focus and identify those things that got me up in the morning, those things that revved my engine and those things that could ultimately become the seed for what my legacy might be for my family. So when you take notes about all of those things, you'll quickly come to clarity around who you are and revisit it for all of these parts of the framework. I encourage you to take some notes today, perhaps during the podcast or later on tonight, spend some time with it and then revisit it in a few days. Are your thoughts the same as they were today when you were thinking through it? Do you have more that you want to add? This is really an iterative exercise to help get the thoughts flowing and then narrow your focus. Okay, so the next series of questions, we'll call that part two of the framework. What's your gift and who needs it? So what is the goodness that you have to offer potential clients or customers? Let's talk about who you might want to serve. This is actually a form of target marketing. So who is your audience? Who is your target customer that you want to serve? Mentally list out the attributes of who you like to help or work with. Everything from gender or age, the generation that they're part of. Lord knows that is certainly an important component too. (laughs) When we think about who we want to serve and what their interests and likes and motivators are. What are their careers? What are their struggles and needs? Their location, their marital status. Do they have children or not? You get the idea. There's a lot of attributes to the individuals that we might want to serve. And you can start by just creating a simple list of those attributes. Ultimately, you can narrow that focus into creating what we call your avatar. So what does that actual person look like, sound like? Give that person a name. Maybe it's somebody that resembles your your best friend or we'll call your avatar Molly and say that she lives in the Midwest and she's 38 years old and has two children and she's married and struggling with finding her identity as she's lost in all of the challenges of being a mom, a wife, and a career professional. Think about that individual of who you want to serve, and that will help you align your gifts to their needs, and you'll create an attachment to your target market. Okay, moving on from that, part three, what might your offer be? What does it look like? And I want to clarify that perhaps you're not actually trying to start a business per se, but you have a passion project in mind, something that you really want to do that has nothing to do with the financial gain that it could potentially present. And that's okay. All of this still applies to a passion project and something that might start you on an entrepreneurial journey. Okay, so your offer, do you already have some ideas of what you might want to do for your new business or your passion project? Do you want to offer a service or do you have a product idea? 
And as part of this, why do you feel connected to the idea of launching this business? What is motivating you? This piece is so critical to your ultimate success because it allows you to stay focused on your goal. And I want to take just a minute to talk about your why. There's a fantastic book by Simon Sinek that talks about this. Actually, you can go on YouTube and find his video. And the reason it's so important is because when we ultimately connect to our why, what is motivating us to do and create something, it really helps us through not only the good times, but it helps us through when things are challenging or we feel like we might be failing. For me, my why with my companies, one aspect is to create a life of independence, both financially and with my time to allow me to do some things in life that I wouldn't be able to do otherwise. To be able to travel with my husband, to be able to support my children in both time and financial ways. And so when things get challenging and I get frustrated that maybe things aren't going fast enough for me, or perhaps I'm doubting the path that I chose or the opportunities that I identified, I remember why I am doing this. It's to create a different life for myself. And that is so motivating. It allows me to keep going. Finally, as part of this section, what is the vision for your business or your passion project? And I mean, literally, close your eyes, describe all that you see. What does the end state look like? Create a vision board, perhaps, to represent your grand plan. I never really embraced vision boards. Sure, as a kid, I probably did the original version of that. I remember as a teenager, stealing every Seventeen magazine that I could get my hands on and, and some of my mom's magazines and cutting out pictures and pasting them to poster boards, which plastered my walls like wallpaper. I guess those were the first versions of vision boards. But in the latest craze of vision boards, I never really did much with that. I never really got on that bandwagon. However, just a month ago, I decided to Google vision board and actually see what I could do to create one for myself as I was really starting to flounder a bit with what my grand plan would be for both of my businesses and my life. And I wanted to see it all come together. I found vision boarding software, believe it or not, a tool online. And I created a a vision board that represented my grand plan for my life. It had elements of both of my businesses and my family and all of my hopes and dreams on there. And this really helps me to stay centered and grounded and focused. So when I talk about the vision for your business or the vision for your project, really bring it to life in whatever form works for you. Okay, the last part of the framework, part four, how will you get from here to there? What are your most significant hurdles to go from where you are today to the vision that you laid out above? And what worries you the most? What do you need, both tangibly and intangibly? And who do you need help from? Experts? mentors, peers, just helpers, extra sets of hands. 
How will you hold yourself accountable for progress towards your new identity? And I mean identity because you're going to be embracing this journey and going all in mentally. Otherwise, you risk not being successful. So this is your new identity. You're going to be taking on as an entrepreneur or someone launching a passion project with this new element to how they show up every day. And what is your next step? I mean, literally, what can you do in the next 24 hours to get yourself out of the gates and making forward progress? I think this section of the framework challenged me the most. You want to know why? Because in the middle of all of that, there is a part that says, what do you need and who do you need help from? I'm horrible about asking for help. I'm the first one to say I can do it myself. Listen, as soon as you identify people to bring into your world to support you, you'll find something magical happens. You'll be even more inspired about your idea. You'll have people to act as a sounding board for you. You'll have people to hold you accountable just simply by asking you, how is it going and wanting to know more about it? And you'd be surprised at how many people want to mentor you at this point in their life. They also have experience and they want to see others succeed. And entrepreneurship can be incredibly overwhelming and lonely. So identifying who you might need help from, or at least being open to the possibility that along the way you'll need to create that list of people, you might make progress faster than you realize with those support of others. Okay, so now we walked through the framework. Again, part one was about who are you? Part two was what's your gift and who needs it? Part three was what might your offer be and what does that look like? And part four is how will you get from here to there? What is that step that you're going to take to get yourself out of the gates? Don't look now, but This is really the start of a business plan or a passion project plan. You can go online and you can find lots of amazing templates to start a business plan for yourself. If you're someone that likes to jump all in with the formality of of a business structure, this is the time that you can do that. Or if you're not ready to do that, buy yourself a fancy journal that you have some attachment to and you're excited about. And use that as the home for all of your ideas and for all of the answers that you mentally provided through the loose framework that we walked through today. I find that when I capture all of these thoughts in a journal or type it up on a laptop and I save it in a special spot, I revisit it repeatedly. And I mean, over the course of three months, six months, a year later, Creating a home for your thoughts and ideas will really benefit you in the long run because something that you think of today may not necessarily be fully relevant, but it may be the most brilliant idea you come up with in a year from now when you're looking to do something different or add something to your business. So save all of these mental gems and Take up the practice of journaling each night or at least have something beside your bed so that when you wake up at two in the morning, thinking about all of these things as I do from time to time, you'll have a home for these thoughts. So wrapping up, 
spend some time thinking about the answers to these questions, even if you already have your idea pretty well-baked. This will help anchor your business in the deepest wells of your soul. When the entrepreneurial journey feels overwhelming, confusing, harder than anticipated, or maybe even you feel like it's leading to failure, you're going to have something to point back to, to help you center yourself and rise to the challenge. When you're ready, grab your journal or your laptop and start your next adventure. I'm over here cheering you on, you multi-passionate maven, and be brave. Go get it. Don't forget to follow the Goal Getters Life podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Audible to learn when my next episode is available and to share this journey with me. Until then, keep getting after your goals and building the life you deserve to live. You're the goal getter and it's your life.